Hey guys, welcome to the Men of Iron podcast. As always, we want to welcome you and we want to encourage you to share this podcast, to leave a review for us. This helps us. This helps us uh, be found uh, when people are searching for podcasts, when men are searching for podcasts. Uh, share this, leave us a review, let us know what you think, share it with your network. This is the most important thing that you can do for Men of Iron today. And so would you just take a couple minutes and send this out to some friends, ask them to subscribe, ask them to leave a review for us. We would be very appreciative. We've been discussing now for a while this topic of masculinity and, and we've been challenging all of us, right, to change a culture with courage. And recently, the, the church that I attend, that I, um, I, and I myself and my family attend, we, we went through the book of Daniel chapter by chapter. And as men, we, we really should be drawn to Daniel and to his life and, and what we can learn about him because he models masculinity. He truly does. He models how to change a culture with courage. And you might be asking yourself, well, well, why or how? And the bottom line is that Daniel models masculinity. He, he, he changes the culture around him because he had a level of intimacy with God that we all should desire as men. And the key thing about Daniel was that he never let culture defile him. Now, let me just say that again for a moment. Daniel never let culture defile defile him. And the reason he didn't was because Daniel was simply a man of prayer. The Bible tells us that even when he was told by the authorities to stop praying, Daniel still prayed. Not only did he pray, but he prayed three times a day. And for Daniel, his masculinity, his culture changing ability came from this rhythm that was established in his life. Daniel made a very difficult decision to go against what culture was saying and instead did what was right in the eyes of God. Instead, he followed his convictions. And in Daniel chapter 10, we, we find him on the other side of a 70-year Famine. I want you to think about that. 70 years of famine. It's pretty amazing when you think about what someone must go through and, and what they must have experienced. But in Daniel chapter 10, we know that this uh, 70 years of exile are, is, is over. Uh, Daniel's expectations. Can you imagine for a moment, right? Like he's got to be having this mindset or this mentality of, okay, things are going to improve now. And in chapter 7 through 9, he, he has visions of conflict. And we find him in chapter 10 where he's been, he's been mourning for three weeks because several million Jews at this point have been um, accustomed themselves to, to Babylonian culture. And yet only 50,000 of them are going to be coming back to the promised land. And so... Daniel's morning, he, he starts to do this. We call, you know, we've heard it said before about a Daniel fast. He starts to eat basic foods. He cuts out all these delicacies. And so he's, he's morning, he's fasting. I mean, can you just imagine what his anticipation must have been like, like coming out of 70 years of exile, 70 years of exile. 
his anticipation must have been so great. He must have had this thought process like, ah, you know, finally, finally, we're coming out of this exile. But God gives Daniel a vision that's difficult for Daniel to bear. And we see him in Daniel chapter 10 mourning. But the point we want to make today is that he, as a masculine man, somebody that changed culture with courage, he mourns the proper way. For many of us, we, we may not respond in a healthy way when our expectations are not met. Oftentimes, even myself, I know we can, we can get in our head how certain things are going to play out. And when they don't go as planned, we, we react with anger from this distress. And sometimes that anger of unmet expectations plays out in very, very unhealthy, unproductive ways, whether that's sin or addictive behaviors or outbursts. I mean, the list can go on and on. But Daniel's response to anger is one of biblical mourning. He prays. And when we as men, as God's sons, when we mourn appropriately like Daniel, God honors that and he sends help. And he does this for Daniel by sending the angelic forces to him in Daniel chapter 10. And so men, the first question for us today is, what do the rhythms of our lives look like? Are we making time for prayer? Is prayer a priority in our lives? Or are we allowing culture to shape us? Are we allowing culture to defile us in a sense? Are we allowing culture to instill fear and anger and everything else that comes along in this world that we're living in today, which is absolutely bonkers? But you see, if we as men desire the Lord to answer us in our distress, then we have to look in the mirror and we have to ask ourselves, are we even calling out to him? Are we even calling out to him? Guys, think about the rhythms in your life. Think about your prayer life. Think about how your response to unmet expectations plays out. We'll talk to you guys next time.